Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No share with Dr. Dave. Hello and welcome to the Not Share with Dr. Dave podcast. I am Dr. Dave, your host. My conversation today is with April Jefferson, the soul craftswoman, and we're going to discuss growing equity in Black lives in the Agile community and beyond. I met April a few years ago at the Agile Alliance conference. What I can remember is that she walked up to me and a few African-American men and called us endangered species. Endangered species. I'm like, wow. I, I believe it was right after the death of Trayvon Martin or one of those other senseless deaths of black men in the United States. We laughed about it at the time, but it sent a shock to my soul that I could be part of that statistics and it would be a reality. I just want to say that I'm super excited uh, for this conversation today with April and really look forward to the work we will be doing together uh, now and into the future. Um, this is important conversations for us to have, and I am just so grateful that we have the opportunity to do so. Let me start off with a, you know, I've been very festive for you today. I want you to notice that I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt because it's you, April Jefferson, the Souls Craft Woman. How are you today? <laughs> Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, I already know yes. it's going to be fun. We're, we're beginning right by, with laughter. Yeah, you have to begin with some laughter <laughs> and some fun, right? Well, that's what we're about, right? We're happy people, right? I would think. Yeah. Um, so, hey, let's just jump into some questions. I have a few questions, and I know you're going to have great responses. I know you are. And, you know, I don't have to worry about that. So, I know you're leading this growing equity in the Agile Community for Black Lives initiative. Um, what has surprised you most about the response and the participation by people? That people have put their guard down and stepped into vulnerability. Hmm. And in something that's quite polarizing globally, that this this is a, a global conversation and that uh, what I would say that the global black community, like we have been silent for a long time and that there was no psychological safety to be completely forthright with what's going on within us uh, and felt that other people had the freedom to do so and that people gave a gave a space to listen, you know, to listen to us, that like we had a, a, a platform, because oftentimes that it involves us always listening first and not having the space 
or not it being reciprocal, right? To listen and get curious. And that um, it's about us accommodating um, versus people figuring out that taking time to be uncomfortable, and that's a big thing, is that it's a lot of work to be uncomfortable and say, I'm going to sit here and, um, and figure out some tough things in that uncomfortability. The fact that people did that authentically. And what I've been hearing out of it, which is probably one of the most important things, is that authentic relationships have been formed from it. Um, some people have honestly articulated, like, yeah, I don't have, you know, black people in my life, any people of color in my life, personally. People have shared that. And like, I, like, it's not that there was any hate there. I just, I've never, uh, I've never had that. Maybe they're from communities where, you know, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of diversity. Yeah. And, and to seek that out, but to, to walk away and forming uh, real relationships, um, getting excited to see someone. This is a series which we're about to have uh, the final one in the series, but it doesn't mean the journey's over. That will continue, that work will continue. Um, excited to get to see them, to maybe see people um, start building those connections outside of uh, the series. And that's how you know it's like real. So yeah. that's been exciting to see real relationships form. Um, people taking time to understand how they see it. And that's really on both sides is that uh, yeah. Thank you. No, that, that's beautiful. That, that's beautiful, you know, to really to be able to articulate that experience in the way that you have. Um, that people are being able to see each other authentically and, you know, looking beyond just the events, you know, it's the relationships, right? The things that we really need to work on um, as human beings. Um, I just want to say I'm super excited to be part of the Melanated Agile group. And um, you have a vision for that, for that group that we're, I know we meet and we talk and it's super awesome. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> so what uh, you uh, are talking about and uh, for, uh, you know, is, is uh, an underground community that was, it appears to be birthed out of um, this global conversation that we're happening. But it, it really, uh, the, the idea behind this community was birth years before. Um, when I first met you and uh, a few other uh, people who were uh, Black in the Agile community. Um, and that, that was never acted upon. 
and and I said, you know what? I know I was feeling some kind of way. I didn't know how mm -hmm. to articulate it. And I said, you know what? Maybe there's others who are feeling some type of way <laughs> that they didn't quite have words how to articulate it. And just wanted to say, hey, thinking about you, <laughs> checking in, right? And, yeah, yeah. And then said, let's get together and have that space. So Melanated Agile um, right now is an underground community for Black Agilists um, uh, on LinkedIn. So yeah. for those listening, connect with me if you uh, meet that criteria. And right now we're limited, limiting it to that community because that's what they need right now. That's what we need right now. And, um, and we'll let you know when we open it up for others. But right now it's, it's there and it's a global community. Really, it yeah. started off with the few dozen people that I knew across the space and it has grown quite quickly as other people say oh tagging people and realizing that we're not alone we feel quite alone when we're out in the space but we're not so alone when we think about like uh how many there are globally like um so we have people a part of the community from all different countries and my I vision for that is to not just a community, you know, to talk about what's going on in the world right now, but also for for us to um, uh, network, you know, professionally to to help one another grow our craft, you know, uh, to support one another's uh, and promote one another's uh, ventures. Yeah. And um and maybe uh start doing what uh what we already began, like uh starting like conferences like with the Agile for Humanity conference, right? And uh yeah. doing that so we can uh so we get bigger in places where we can invite people in. So and I think it can go and do a lot more things, but again, we're not trying to scale out too fast, but that's where we are today. We're there to um, to be a space for uh, people to be free to be, is what I like to say. And we're, we haven't had that before. Yeah. So, and that's what you find in Melanated Agile. You're free to be, and it's also a place to learn and have conversations and to, uh, to, to grow one another. So, you know, people come curious and um, like to offer and to seek. So thank you. Thank you for acting upon the conversations that we have had within the, you know, conferences that we have attended. Um, I know it's been really enjoyable for me, and, and I, I will continue to encourage others to, to join as well. Um, so one of the things that we have to deal with, just because of our skin color, is um, the burden of racial antagonism, right? You know, and I, 
sometimes I think about how much courage is needed to move forward each day in our lives. And it's not an easy thing. You can't turn it off or you can't, I guess you could go in a cave and hide, but it wouldn't matter much, right? Uh, but what do you think about that? The, the, the amount of courage you stay to be able to walk out into the world, into the agile space and just be. Yeah, I think one of the things that um, we like to say, and I, uh, I kind of asked a question around this uh, recently when I did the Black Women's Lids segment, like we talk about, um, you know, being a strong Black woman or a strong Black man, right? Um, is which is with there's a lot of burden in that, but there's a lot of strength in that as well. So to highlight the the strength in that, what strength is built in that is uh, the mental toughness that we've learned to uh, to have and moment by moment. It doesn't mean that it doesn't crack sometimes for people. And I think it yeah. does. Um, but I think um, it's something that we're gifted in. In the professional space, we have um, uh, definitely have uh, taken on that mental toughness and we've been able to hone into it to stay in a positive space than, um, than others who, who, who may not have uh, like are in this field, right? Because um, I've seen it. I've seen uh, people actually, you know, comment and commend me like how I uh, hold space in conversations versus and say, you're, you're like the only coach I can talk to. I've had other coaches like get angry and yell, storm out the room, and like you don't respond in that way. And yeah. is that we understand that for us, like the how we behave, that's not an option. Uh, yeah. Is to respond in those ways. That we can take a lot of uh, maybe even verbal abuse, uh, you know, <laughs> professionally that others cannot take. Um, and uh, yeah. and by even taking in some of that uh, verbal abuse, which I would say is like, oh yeah, you know, like and get up, come back later, say I apologize, thank you for holding the space, so I could like. And um, when I went off in that way, it wasn't about you, but I appreciate that. That did so much for me and build a stronger relationship and being able to coach and see them through things by the way that I help myself. Because in understanding, with I've uh, taken the, like, the mindset to understand like when people react in certain ways, it's not about me, it's about something else. Like I've Certainly. even said, I would talk to, you know, anyone, maybe uh, like, um, and give love to anyone. Even I would have conversations with someone with the KKK. It doesn't, it doesn't matter um, in that I've had people say different things. And what I've even told my kids is like, well, you know what, that's something like, sometimes people have to use certain language to build themselves mm -hmm. up. That's about them and not about me. 
And hopefully they'll get to a place where they don't need that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, following along those lines, you know, as a black woman, you know, you may often get the double whammy discrimination, right, for being black and being a woman. So what does R-E-S-P-E-C-T look like for you? Mm. I'm doing Aretha Franklin. Oh, I know you are. I thought you were thinking down this kid. Yeah, but <laughs> respect is a uh, for me is equity and a voice. Mm. Um, freedom to be me, and that's and the reason why. I speak about equity. I'm not a person who's about power to build up myself above others. Um, I lead from a place of more uh, generative engagement where I seek that balance of power with someone in every moment and every interaction because I value all humans, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so like that's the part of the respect is giving them uh having a shared voice and a, and a balance there for people to engage so thinking about black lives you know in order for black lives to really thrive in agile community uh, what focus and commitment is needed to be more present? I'm talking about physically present, mentally present, spiritually present, um, in an agile community and beyond. Well, I would say is that it's a little bit of what I just spoke about um, is that our invitation into spaces um, is accompanied by um, that equity, right? Mm -hmm. That uh, shared respect, that balance um, for us to engage that we have a shared voice. That's really important. I've definitely seen people who are trying to offer different things or um, we've heard from like people in the community like when they've been invited and feeling like a token, right? And not truly yeah. like the, they're there but they're not really there. Yeah. Um, space for us involves being fully present. And allowing our personality to shine, our strengths to uh, shine, um, where we're mutually learning and growing from one another. Yeah. You know, I, I would like to see more collaboration and partnership within the Blacks, Indigenous, and people of color, the BIPOC, and the Agile community. 
Um, what do you think is needed to create that openness to suspend disbelief that we could prov actually provide value to each other? I see that in, in the Melanated Agile group, but in general, as I run into people throughout the industry, and I've been in the Agile industry for a while, and I've met people from across the world that fit into the BIPOC space. I just wanted to see, how do we collaborate more? How do we be more open? How do we suspend disbelief that others are telling us that, or we're telling ourselves, or historically, that we, we can't serve each other and, and, and be good for each other? Yeah. Well, one of the things that um, I'm very like interested in is a conversation we were having at the Growing Racial Equity Series with the Agile Alliance was the thought about Black thought leadership. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if uh, a name can come up if someone's thinking about that. And I think that's what they struggle with in that with it um i do know others who have been you know not giving space because of the color of their skin and being vocal about yeah. it we have different people in the community are are kind of who have been vocal about where they stand um uh around the space and they've still been despite that stance um, they are still been able to thrive, you know, and the, the key thing is, like, we need to thrive be, beyond others saying that we are important. And exactly. that, and that's, I think that's the uh, thing is that is the constant look for someone else, like, hey, they are valuable. Um, they are like, there's no like thought leadership isn't about, um, it's, it's a ideal, right? It's in the eye of the beholder. Um, I encourage the community to invest in, invest in people of color, you know, and encourage them to, um, if you are, are looking for training and that type of thing or new learning, there's people in our community who are doing that. Kind of uh, seek yeah. them out first. Um, I'm definitely not a, a, in the pro certification crowd, but there's people who offer it, you know, like yeah. yourself or other ones out there, um, I can rattle off some names. It's like, seek after them. Um, you know, when they offer things, show up, right? You know, exactly, um, you know. Listen in, be a part of it, get engaged. Yeah. Understand that that the complexion of one's skin um, does not uh, bring authority to it. Um, it doesn't, uh, that is beyond that. And there's really that I, when we look at all this, there's a potentiality in all of us. 
together we can unleash it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, one thing I would like to put a warning out to um, the allies, you know, is this whole thing of thought leadership is not a single voice. That mm-hmm. there's a, hello, hello, good to see you just pop in and pop out. <laughs> Your daughter, yay! I've never seen her, so it was so cool to see that. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. For for the people listening, um, yeah, uh, visually, uh, you can see a, a little person yeah. is just uh. <laughs> So wonderful. Coming in just to get a little hug. Yeah, goodness. Goodness. Um, How do we encourage love? And when I talk about love, it's not a warm, fuzzy, feely thing. I'm talking about patience and kindness uh, between allies and BIPOC allies in the Agile community. You know, I love I love to describe it in this way because it, it, it comes from a text that's been around for thousands of years. And, and so you know, I'm talking about love and patience and kindness between each other, you know, allies, BIPOC lives, even the people who are not allies, you know, how do we give them love? And mm-hmm. how do we get love from them? Wow. Well, I'm glad you asked me about this. I don't know if you, you've noticed that I've been posting about love, like, I for the past yes. months, uh, <laughs> every week, I think weekly, like on Tuesdays probably when I, uh, I share out like something just to have people reflect on about love. And I believe uh, a love is, love is a mindset and that when you invest in, and this is for all people, you know, when you invest in love, it manifests in so many different ways saying that I will see love as a mindset, love as a practice, love as a principle, love as a value, love. Be wild about how yeah. it manifests. That's why I can say, hey, no matter who you are, what your belief system is, whether right. it's opposite from mine, I can sit at a table with you. I can talk with you. I can love you. I can respect you um, mm. as a person, right? Yeah. And yeah. can it I mean, start a- there? Like, no matter what, um, I think too often we focus on the noise. But imagine mm. if we begin, like find our box of agreement. Maybe it's really tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. if, if we begin there, like what can we agree upon? Yeah. You know, um, for example, like if, uh, if someone says all life matters, I'm like, oh. wow, you know what? I agree with you. All life matters. So if all life matters, then that means like, okay, you know, homeless lives matter, right? Native lives matter, right? Hispanic lives matter, 
Black Lives Matter. We're talking about like all those things are true, like White Lives Matter. Like let's begin there. Um, the world today, they like to, uh, they live in hashtags, right? Uh, that's why there's different things. Uh, and, and they take something like the, and don't understand the meaning behind it. Right. And getting curious yep. behind it. Yeah. So I encourage people to get curious. Like when we say black lives matter, what are we saying? We're not saying other lives don't matter. We're not saying because you're white, your life doesn't matter. Not at all. Not at all. Simply saying that, that like, Black lives also matter, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um and uh and that's with all things. Like I would say like let's leave with curiosity. Find out what people you know, okay, tell me about that. That's really quick. Yeah. You say black lives matter, tell me more. What do you mean by that? Ask. That's Ooh. a part of love. You if you it is. like if you leave from love you know, one of the things that manifests is curiosity, right? And truly listen. Yeah, I want to learn more. And, and so that's why I wanted to end on that question and, and especially that theme about love um, in this mm -hmm. conversation as we've walked through many different themes in, in our conversation. Um, I'm going to ask you something interesting. Tell me about the treehouse. Oh. I keep hearing about the treehouse. <laughs> Tell us about the treehouse. So, I'm up in the treehouse. <laughs> what are you doing in the treehouse? <laughs> oh, okay. So the treehouse, how that came about is that when we decided to buy this house, um, there was a shed in the backyard. It's a really old house yeah. built in the 50s. And there was a shed. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'd be like, I don't care about that shed. That could be your man cave. He's like, really? Okay, awesome. I have it. And then our, as our son was uh, about to turn 13, he's been talking about building a tree house and stuff. I said, well, why don't we just take that man cave and put it in the tree and like instant tree house, right? Yeah. It's a like, great idea, but it was so old um, that it was very heavy to lift and couldn't ha handle all the things. We only have existing from that structure is the floor of that shed, and we actually built a tree house between three trees, uh, mm. and uh, to put that in a, a picture, and it's actually bigger than the original shed structure because he's like, well, if I'm doing it, I'm going to regret not putting the, you know, a loft in, make it a little bit bigger. So it got like, edit, you know, there's a loft. Um, there's actually um, one of the, the, what do you call it? The, the wobbly uh, uh, ladders, you know, intentionally wobbly uh, going mm -hmm. up into the loft inside the treehouse. And the treehouse as is saying that I told everyone we're a large family. So no, no space is a, uh, uh, private. This treehouse is not just for me. It's everything is a community space. I use it to work out of. The kids play in here. Um, yep. My husband games in here. I don't game. That's him. Um, uh, the treehouse is actually a playhouse 
we didn't have to pull any permits to build this because it's considered a play structure. There's two slides going off of it. There's a climbing apparatus to get into it. There's a tire swing under it. You can't hear because I use um, with the headphones I have. Like I can hear my kids playing outside and jumping on the trampoline, right. but you don't hear anything because uh, I have the no noise canceling um, mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I use a noise canceling mic is so that I can in enjoy the sounds and not the headset. I can enjoy like, hey, is something going on, right? Um, and or not. And <laughs> and we also have a deck on the treehouse. So I've had a few people uh, call it a tree mansion. I've had people ask them okay. to rent it out. It's not like completely decked out, but yes, there is a, what do you call it? Where you, um, I'm using my, that we do have internet out here. Um, and yeah, there you go. Of course. Yeah. And we do have like, uh, what are the boards card on the walls? Um, I'm missing the term. I don't know. I, I've never seen your treehouse, so. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> there's a big. Boards or... um, there's really big windows, too, mm -hmm. in the treehouse. Um, probably nicer than what's in my house, actually. And uh, there's a door wall uh, as well. So the treehouse is uh, made out of uh, new and recycled materials. All the uh, like play structure parts um, did a lot of free cycling and Craigslist to get different things. And even with the door, like uh, the door wall, a huge door wall, like opening uh, for the space, we also got uh, from, um, well, I, I did all the work to get everything uh, used or free. Um, I don't think we awesome. paid for any of those parts, but yeah. So use recycled materials. You can uh, yeah, have a little yeah. fun. <laughs> awesome. So I, you know, this I would just like to say thank you, and 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 you know I love playful things because I'm a musician. So I, I am like using a, a little rainmaker to to wish a lot of abundance in your life, right? As, as you go forward. Um, and continue to do the great work that you are, right? I mean, so that you could have an abundance in your life. So, you know, thank you so much for uh, for doing this today. And, you know, I just look forward to the good work that you're doing and the good work that we could do together, um, you know, as we become friends, family. You know, that's the thing that I look forward yeah. to with us. So thank you so much. Thank you. And people can uh, reach me at Soul Craftswoman on linkedin twitter by email <laughs> yeah yeah we'll let them know how to get in touch with you um you know especially as this goes out into the ether um and in our next month's issue but you know thank you so much for doing this you know i'm really excited to, to hear feedback of what people have to say about this conversation i thought this was very powerful well, thank you for listening to the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation that we just had with April Jefferson, the soul craftswoman. And you left with some insights into the social justice and impact on Blacks, Indigenous, and people of color, BIPOC lives. You could find the Agile for Humanity Social Justice and Impact series on the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify.
the Agile for Humanity Social Justice and Impact series is also on the following websites. We're on the agilealliance.org, nalsharewithdrdave.com, grokshare.com, and also on agileforhumanity.org. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, I say be safe, be well, and we'll connect soon. Thank you. A little shaky. Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No, no share with Dr. Dave.